Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, real good show with you once again, episode number 69, an episode that is nice, nice, very nice. Justin Morissette with you as always, and with me as always is... Uh, Stephen Heck. Nice. John Cullen. And with us uh, for this very special episode is devang desai welcome devang uh formerly of tfc come on all you come on you reds rather <laughs> you got it come uh, on all you come reds. on all you come on all you reds that episode 16 that was come on all you reds that was uh absolutely one of those things erased from the whiteboard we were like come on all you reds yeah. come on you reds yeah. and then just remove a word and yeah. we're good. Right. all is yeah. not great no for right. sure yeah oh. Come on, all you right. Reds. Formerly Every, of all, TFC, I mean, though. Formerly of TFC, correct? Now the other option was, uh, was Red Cum. <laughs> red, Red. Well, yeah, I think it was the... Which is just blood, I think. Well, yeah. I was thinking about how... See yeah, like, doctor. I yeah. thought period sex was more... The, <laughs> that's the direction I took it, but... Well, we're well off. I, we didn't really discuss this before. No, no, no. I, if well, you're I here know, for the, the Jim Benny thing, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll well get to that in just a moment. Who cares? It's fine. Uh, but I guess... People might as well know what this is right away. Yeah. Talking about cum. Yeah, yeah red right. come. But uh, Devang, of course, you've left TFC. Correct. And they have immediately gone on a red hot run yeah. to the MLS Cup. But, uh, it turns out my horrible tweets are holding them back. <laughs> 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 they've they've ascended. They've made it through the uh, the drudges of um, memes and uh, terrible puns and and all that jazz. And now they're the MLS Cup final. So there you go. yeah. So never mind all of your friends and the people you love back home. <laughs> Is that what's making you regret moving out here most of all? <laughs> You know what? No, getting furniture delivered to a new apartment is making me regret everything that I've done. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. it'll be over soon. And I will never have to do it again. I hope so. Well, I hope, well no, for a while. Try, you for know a while, what? For a while. Just looking at the odds, probably one more time yeah. at least in my life. But uh, no. Oh yeah, at least one more time. <laughs> yeah, That's the <laughs> fucked up part about moving. Yeah. Is like it sucks so fucking much, and yeah. it sucks even more because the whole time you're like, I am for yeah. sure gonna do this more times. Right. Like that's, I think that's even the worst part. Unless you choose it. to like I, die in your apartment, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm just. That's uh, the decision well, yeah, like, I unless, made yeah. when I moved into my place. Yeah, this, last is, this is where yeah, I'm gonna yeah. die. You're gonna yeah. die there. Yeah. Really? Probably pretty soon. What if you have a child? I mean, I did post the address on our website recently. Oh, you did. So that's oh, okay, how perfect. I'm gonna die. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you Someone's reposted gonna, your. Gonna yeah. be, did, does yeah. Carrie know? Carrie yeah. was okay with it. I wow. did ask first. She said it was fine. That's interesting. Yeah. Gotta, she really does love you. We got <laughs> like this is a for sure Pizzagate type scenario. <laughs> yeah, someone oh, with a gun comes to you. Justin absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, no, it's not. I do live in the Vancouver branch of Comet <laughs> Ping Pong, so it does make sense that that would happen. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, this Listen, we're not advocating sending <laughs> someone with a gun to Justin's house, but we're not saying don't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to self-investigate. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. And like, he, you know, the Thai pizza you make isn't even that good. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So. The oh, Vietnamese, is that the Vietnamese work? pizza is okay. Do you make Thai pizza at your work? <laughs> no, no, no. This is. Oh, I'm pretend. I'm talking about child sex. Comet ping yeah, pong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 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 
Well, I was being just facetious on the top. Of oh, it. Yeah. oh, well, I do make flatbreads at work. That's though. what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. It, t- it all works. But like actual, way. not kids. Yeah, I mean, there's kids there too. Because <laughs> we, but why do you always reverse it in the worst way possible? For whatever reason, we do yourself. allow children into our brewery, and they're just they're eating the they're eating the pizza. Yeah, exactly. They're eating the pizza, right? Exactly. They came right. they came for the pizza. Yeah. Right. Dad's <laughs> drunk, but they're getting pizza. <laughs> I so. watched a PizzaGate uh, YouTube thing today for some reason. And one of the reasons was... Your job? Uh, no, I, well, I guess, sort of. But uh, one of the reasons the girl provided was, uh, and she was like, this is, this is like the hard proof. They have like all ages shows that start at 10 o'clock. It's like, where the fuck are you from? <laughs> like, it's, it, yeah, it's in Washington, D.C. It's in an actual city. It's on Fartburg, yeah. South Carolina. It's <laughs> also in a city where a lot of these parents, I'm assuming, are working crazy hours. And to have, spend time with their children probably yeah. requires looser hours than... Rural. One of the one yeah. of the pieces yeah. of evidence yeah. was that someone had, someone had drawn a dick on the wall in the bathroom. It's of course, like, that's you've been course. to like a oh, Domino's. Yeah. Like I'm sure it's the same thing over there. Like absolutely. <laughs> anyway, Pizzagate is real. <laughs> <laughs> Investigate it. It is the funniest thing as we just sink further and further into unreality. But regardless, this is not what we came here to talk about today. Well, what we came here to talk about. We never come here to talk about anything. <laughs> is SeatGeek.com. It's, of course, the fact that buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a very long time. I Wouldn't agree. you agree, Devang? 100%. Every time I've ever bought a ticket, I've thought, Jesus, fuck, I'm confused. <laughs> it has always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show that you want to go to. And none of those older ticket sites want to change that. In no. fact, they like it that way. <laughs> can, I, can I just say something here, Justin? Sure. This is totally off the cuff. I'm not reading it or yeah. anything. Yeah. But SeatGeek is different. Are they? They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell uh, tickets. <laughs> yeah, SeatGeek is not an older ticket site, but rather it's brand new. It's the wave one. of the future. It is. And you better catch that wave right now before you miss out on some hot deals. We have to read the part in the box. It is always the first place I go to look for tickets to a game or concert. And I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. In fact, I just used it the other day to look at tickets for insert game or concert here. Uh, I have. I love going to insert game. (laughs) I mean, we can fix that in post, right? I think Bruno Mars is coming here, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, I should go to that. I like that new album. Uptown, buddy, uh, it's pretty hot. When Uptown Funk comes on the radio, how can you, you know, not like you it? Know you're you know your vibe. You know your vibe. You know your vibe. I'm going. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. You want to go with me? Let's go to Bruno Mars together. You know, I'm down. Let's I'm get down. hot. I'm down. Let's get hot. You at guys Bruno. should use uh, the SeatGeek app. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Fuck Bruno Mars. Let's go to Insert Concert here. I think that's going to be a fucking tight show. It's one of the best. I've mm-hmm. been looking forward to it for years. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Ca- call to action must read. <laughs> to get your $20 rebate oh, on we actually, tickets. We skipped a cu- There's a couple yeah, things. Yeah, you skipped this to. whole thing, but it's okay. We, well, well that, see, that one's it's not bolded, so I don't know. Do we have well, to read Well, I just that? don't even look, think. The look, thing about this look, copy. You might be confused, but everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans alike. Well, they should tell that to whoever wrote their fucking ad they copy. They do all the price comparisons for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work and you save all the time and money. That'd be fucked, actually, if you went to a ticket broker, but they made you do all the work. <laughs> yeah, well, like look through the files. Yeah, exactly. Like Welcome to seatchair.com. <laughs> uh, here's a ticket broker's phone number. You need to call them and then list well, their ticket. that's kind of what it used to be like. I mean, I guess. Sort if, of. If you phoned it in. Remember when you had to buy tickets yeah. over the phone? 
I do. Or I line remember up, line yeah. up for tickets. Yeah, well, I remember uh, Raw. That was the biggest line ever. WWF Raw's War came to Rogers. I want to say in like GM place two thousand like or two thousand. I think mm, it would have been after ninety nine. I moved here in ninety nine, so it would have been okay. two thousand. We were treated to it was two thousand. The we Rock came to, out with a Canada flag that had the Brahma <clears throat> Bull instead of the Maple yes, Leaf on it. Yes, and Kid Rock <laughs> gave a performance of American Badass. Oh, yeah, Kid Rock was and there. He didn't even change it to Canadian Badass. No, and to, he doesn't give a fuck about Canada. And Too Cool won the tag team titles, but. There were 300 people in line, and everybody got a number. It was a random ticket because they wanted to stop people from sleeping outside. Right. So they gave everyone a ticket, then they drew a number, and that person became the front of the line. It seems like a really good way to start fights. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, to it was, have everyone turn on. And my friend forward. was somehow that got first in line, so we actually got pretty good tickets to Raw. Well, but yeah, I remember there'd be other people way. on just their to, phone. Just to be clear, this is like, this is the Rikishi era of t- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, too yeah. cool okay. and yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. What was this move like the ass? I think they want <laughs> yeah, thing? put stink face, stink face, stink face. Right, right. Can I just say something here? You can. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's right. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your uh, budget. <laughs> and best of all, our listeners get a $20 rebate off of their first purchase. And to do so, all you need to do is download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code, enter Sorry, the promo Stephen, code. did you say bang? Real good. <laughs> the best bang and for your buck. will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code real good today to get that bang for your buck. And I'm sure they will be pleased with this one. How could they find any fault? I know. In oh, this is perfect. Here? I was just going to say, when, uh, when I was invited on this show, I'm like, these guys are pros, pros. <laughs> and, and to see it in action right now yeah. is truly... Don't you like it? Well, did, did we have coffee for the last few? <laughs> no, we haven't. We had and, we did, and we basically nailed it. I, it was. I will say it was a little weird that this ad copy didn't mention how StubHub were Nazis, but other than that, I think they nailed it. But you know, run by Ticketmaster, so that's shady, right? Oh, very so, shady. It's almost like Donald Trump being allowed to still be the producer of Celebrity Apprentice. Exactly. It's uh, a, everything is shady. It's a serious conflict of interest, and that's why you should use. SeatGeek. Absolutely. It's not owned uh, by anything. Now, Devang, I think it's owned by the people like uh, gave the, you the, the full, Packers. Just like oh, SeatGeek yes, app, okay. we gave you the full chair, but you'll only need the edge for the rest of this program. Uh, <laughs> we're happy to have you here, of course, for some... Uh, it's, it's a historic episode, not just episode 69, which is history in and of itself, but Stefan actually has like major news Oh, are we gonna thank, to deliver. I guess we don't have to thank donors right now. We can do it later. I mean, we, I mean, we could. No, let's... We're just gonna tease I the just, news I, a bit more. I feel like people are here for that. I feel like people can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, we already did kind of say fuck you by uh, tweeting a bunch about the news and then posting a podcast about wrestling. That, I mean... We were like, hey, guess what? You want the Canucks news? Here's an hour and a half about Roman Reigns. It's a Joseph Labate and Switch. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Isn't it pronounced Labate? You know what? For this, I don't know. But okay. for, the, for the sake of the pun. I will say Jason Smegma has had a great game tonight. I, the, the word Smegma, I think, is just so, it's like underutilized. It, it really is. And like, to the point where I think if you told a kid, like, if, or, I don't know, you wouldn't want to tell a kid how's your Smegma situation or whatever. Right? No, no. But no. you asked him like, what is smegma? Like they would, I don't think they would know. I no. only found out a couple of years ago. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, so you, like, so before that, you just had to refer to it as dried cum. I mean, oh my god! I, why well, it's dick, how would, dick cheese? Yeah, how yeah, would anyone yeah. have ever I guess, used yeah. that word in a sentence in a conversation with me? I well, I, I there's many ways. <laughs> yeah. I feel. How but. long have you known that word for? Long time. All right. Well, Not since I was like four years old. Devang is <laughs> sitting here so sad, just like <laughs> I, I, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I'm also curious about this this Canucks news. To be honest. Though. Okay. Yeah. Well, before we get there, wow, look at the guest fucking trying to steer the program. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, pal. Okay, let's go what, here. No, let's, let's get these let's donors. Thank our donors. Let's thank first. these donors. Yeah, we got donors to thank. Let's thank Which, these donors. I mean, come on, guys. I took one class at radio school. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. There. <laughs> just, uh, just hey, speaking of radio school, <laughs> fuck radio school. Am I right? I didn't even go today. I was like, hell no. I don't have time for college students. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck Fuck your your parents. Here we go. Here Thank we go. you to new login to Twitter from iPhone. Yes. <laughs> that was you, Stefan. Oh, right. Yeah, that was you. Yeah. Uh, well, thank, thank you to you. John Joyce thank for you, pledging 568. I'm going one under 69 like the cool kids do. Thank you for that. And our, our gentleman who donated 504 last week did write in to say yeah. that that was a mistake. <laughs> just a typo. We were trying to figure out what 504 was. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was a typo, which that's a like, fucked up typo. Four a, is not I near zero. That's a, that's a London, Ontario area code, possibly. <laughs> shout out. 504? Shout out, yeah. Shout out to Western well, University. Yeah, we spent like seven minutes trying to figure out like the significance of it. Shout out to Mitch like, Marner and all my homies up. in London. He said the extra four cents in my donation was simply a typo. Nothing clever or witty, I'm afraid to say. But since Stefan did make an effort to find meaning in it, I'll suggest a couple of potential options. The extra four cents could refer to the number of 2017 draft picks Benning can still trade away. <laughs> the number Benning wore when he played for the Canucks. Thanks, guys. The podcast is great. Okay, but we're, we're not talking enough about how how can four be a typo for zero? Because they're know. not anywhere <laughs> yeah. close no. to each other. But anyway. Occasional intern Aaron Mackay finally hopped on the donor bandwagon. He did, and he also specifically said he was donating to me for John Watches a <laughs> Thing and said to both of you that it's my money and he feels disgusted that I've been cheated out of the money I was supposed to get directly to me for doing John Watches a Thing. He also said that the Russell Madness donor episode was the best thing that we've ever done. So, well, he has a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Tom Hanna. No, no, he edited his pledge down. Edited his pledge once yeah, that again. Doesn't, that doesn't To count. punish us for being cruel to him. Rich Marinsky edited his up from $5 to $10.69 for getting me in trouble on the Facebook group. And I told him he needed to donate a million dollars. And he donated ten sixty nine. <laughs> so sort of thank you, but that's way less than a million, Rich Marinsky. Also, I need to clear this up because there's been some talk on the group. People were mad last week when I said that Rich Marinsky was the only listener that came out to my album recording. And Jessica Sands, Sam Anderson, your parents, Stefan, were all mad that they had come out to the show. And to them, I say, first of all, who cares? Second of all, if you do still care... It's because I view those people as friends to me. They're, and that's not saying Rich is not my friend, but I don't know him other than... He's my friend. He's a list, yeah, he's your friend, but he's not my friend. He's just a <laughs> listener of the show. And so... I Jess, think you meant, to, you meant to say the only listener named Rich Marinsky to come to my show. No, no, no. Was it wasn't Marinsky. that at all. Thank you for trying to save me. But was. it was not that. It's that your parents, Jess, Sam, 
we all were we hang have hung out outside of that rich that was like the first time i met him i meant that it was like someone that only knows me and who from the show and afterwards. just came up to me and was like i listen to real good show that's why i'm here i'm rich and hey. also like the main purpose of your comment was to shame stefan and i for not being exactly yeah. like why didn't people get that you know <laughs> what i mean so anyway i just want to clear the air thank you again to rich marinsky for being the true good boy of real good show bob walsh became a five dollar donor to receive that extra content thank you bob has a name that sounds like maybe he played bass in the Eagles, possibly. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and Hamish. Yeah, Hamish McLaughlin Went as well. Five to six dollars. And those guys. are our donors to report this thank week. Thank you. Thank you, donors. To everyone, you're the best. And we make a lot of money, and we thank you. All of that business out of the way. Now, Stefan, will you impart upon us your glorious uh, uh, scoop that you received I guess this it is week. kind of a scoop. Your hot tip. Well, okay. In so, the DMs. I mean... <laughs> yeah, who slid into your DM, Stefan? I, I'm not going to name a my, very my source. reputable source. Does reputable? What does reputable mean? <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, so I mean, there's some like circumstantial evidence here. I would say. Uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna tiptoe around this. I'll say allegedly a lot. Okay. Uh, I looked that word up this week. It means maybe it happened. I think. <laughs> so yeah. here's the, here's the DM, uh, okay. and it was sent to my uh, hockey dipshit account. Which is like my quality. Yeah, quality that's account. like my yeah. professional account right there. <laughs> uh, and so he, this guy had tweeted at me saying, like, I, I've got some good stories about uh, Stathletes, which is the advanced stats company that uh, the Canucks use. And it's Arizona Coyotes GM John Chaka. Yes. Chaka. 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 Chaka, yeah. Who's like 27 years old, which is another thing entirely. But uh, he doesn't have a podcast, so. <laughs> uh, Poor son of a bitch. So it, th- that's his company, uh, or it was his company. I'm yeah. not sure if he's involved. I don't think he's involved in it anymore, I guess. That would be another conflict. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stubhub uh, conflict. So this guy said, I've got some, some good stories about uh, Stathletes uh, and the Vancouver Canucks, if you want to hear them. I was like, yes, please, I would, I would like to hear these I stories. Enjoy that, yes. Because the Vancouver Canucks, like, when they are criticized for perhaps having an old-school approach and not embracing analytics as much <coughs> as some fans might like, do say, like, oh, no, we do use analytics for sure we do. Yeah, they, they do. You know, they, they do say that. And uh, this is the information that I've got. And, again, this is their allegations, but they're really funny, and I'm going to read them verbatim on the show. Uh, so here's, here's the DM. Uh, from our our source, yes, deep deep puck, yes. Uh, and he says, so the funniest thing is that there is a yes man mentality within the whole organization, uh, which is no surprise. Basically, whatever Benning wants, they'll cater to him. You look at how G- uh, Gilman and Hanning got fired, yeah, probably for speaking up about the Dorset terrible moves, moves contracts because yeah, like that was like the right many moves at that exact made. time, saying yeah. smart things. Yeah, maybe don't sign a fourth liner with a severe neck injury, too. Anyway, uh, I digress. Yeah. Uh, back to the DM. My buddies uh, at Stathletes had to make a stats package to make Brandon Prust look good because Jim Benning wanted him on the team so badly. Even though they knew he's a terrible hockey player, they had to skew a bunch of stats to make Prust look good so that Benning had uh, a reason to trade for him. Uh, and the same goes for Marcus Granlund as well. So it's, you know, the that's classic, the allegation. It's the classic lies, damned lies, and statistics quote. Because well, staff leech statistics, I think, is, <laughs> is the trademark term. They use. <laughs> because they're just bending 
numbers to give them anything that they want. Yeah, and again, there's a, another allegation in here is that Stathletes has actually lost clients because of their work with the Canucks and Benning. They used to track stacks, stats for Philly, but the Flyers dropped them, and the reason is apparently because of because the, if the, this the guy pressed, the fake press stats. <laughs> so they game the stats basically to make a crappy player look good. And Brandon Prust, I mean, he's tearing it up this year, isn't he? Uh, yeah, tearing up uh, in Europe. In Europe, you're correct. Yeah. yeah, he just left the Leafs where he was a practice dummy. Yeah, he was just like hanging out. Yeah, he was Leafs. just hanging out with the Leafs for however long, and then he's hmm. now gone to Europe. Oh, see, I, like I thought, you know, with the stats, the advanced stats yeah. that the Canucks had. I mean, defi- definitely worth giving up the pick in addition to the player. For sure. Yeah. So the reason the reason we think this is real is because when the guy was tweeting at me saying I've got this information about Stathletes uh, and and Jim Benning that's just so ridiculous and you have to hear. I don't it. know that we need to reveal this. Huh? I, I just think we can say it's reliable information. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, say it. Who cares? I think we. I, I think this is like the it's the circumstantial okay. evidence that sure. like confirms it. it to me. Sure. Is say that uh, Megan Cheka, uh, who is John Cheka's sister. And, and who I owns Stathletes. Favorited the tweet uh, where the guy was like, I'm going to DM you about this like crazy shit. Now, it's possible that <clears throat> she just favorites every tweet that mentions her company Which, name. Yeah, that's true. That's possible. But I doubt she it. She seems pretty savvy, though. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like an automated thing, almost? Yeah, maybe. There are I, people and, who And I that. didn't... I, oh, you know what? I'm going to look her up right now, and we're going to see if she just favorite every... Okay. Mention of so uh, Brandon Prost is currently now playing for the Nuremberg Thomas Sabo Ice Tigers in Germany. Mm-hmm. And there are some interesting names on the team. Steven Reinprecht. Ooh, Stevie Reinprecht. Former Vancouver is, Canuck. And he is 40 years old. Wow. And he has 21 points in 25 games. Uh, there's also a former first round pick, formerly of the Surrey Eagles, Andrew Kozak is on the team. Brandon Siegel is also a former Eagle on the team. Dave Steckel. Sidney Crosby, concussioner, That's right. is on the team. Milan Yurchina is on the team. I thought you were going to say Sidney Crosby was on the team. <laughs> former, <laughs> Wait a second. Former Vancouver Giant, Brett Festerling. Ooh. Former uh, top 10, or no, I think he was maybe 11th or 12th. Colton Tubert is on the team, whose brother tried yeah, to I think fight. He, went he, was on that, he was on that world junior team yeah. too, right? Yeah. He went 11th to the Kings, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, he went to the Kings for sure. There's, oh, sorry, I'm going to say. My man, Danny Savret is on the team <laughs> too. There's a That's lot. my Troy Stetcher comparable, <laughs> Danny Savret. <laughs> <laughs> so just look forward. Danny's 31, so just look forward to six years from now. <laughs> Troy's going to be lighting it up for the Nuremberg. Yeah, they're coming for you, John. Well, Ice Tigers. Is, he, is he even lighting it up? No, he's not. He's not lighting up. He has five points. The Troy Stetcher truthers are coming for you, man. Oh, dude, they. Well, we're sitting in front of two of the biggest (laughs) Troy Stetcher truthers. Anyway, I will say I looked up Stathletes on Twitter, and there's been a few recent tweets about them, and Megan Cheka has favorited zero of them. Yeah, there we go. It's confirmation that these allegations are they more than allegations? And also, to the listener, I have a a quick question about the case for you guys. Okay, Um, sure. Let's talk about Colton Tubert's brother fighting me in a recreational (laughs) volleyball game because that that definitely did almost happen. Okay, can we hear this? Okay, so every year (laughs) (laughs) there is a there is a tournament. In uh, there's a tournament, or used to be in White Rock, where I'm from, where Colton Tubert is also from. Uh, who uh, it was like a grass volleyball tournament to raise money for the firefighters charity. I played in it every year. They had three tiers, the like elite tier, the mid tier, and then the like, we're just here for the beer tier. 
So most of the time I'd play in the mid-tier. I'm not exceptional at volleyball by any means, but I'm athletic enough. I would usually play in the mid-tier. One year, my team kind of fell apart, and my sister was just putting in a here for the beer team and asked me if I wanted to play. I said, sure. So we're playing, and this is not a serious game by any means, and we've already, both of our teams have missed the playoffs, and Colton Tubert's brother is on the other team, and... Uh, they don't have any referees, obviously, so you're counting your own score. And the girl on their team was probably had dysgraphia or something. She was numbers, not her forte. So every point, like she was counting so wrong, it was unbelievable. And I was counting correctly. And they kept getting mad because I kept correcting this dumb idiot who couldn't <laughs> keep a very simple volleyball score to the point where we ended up, the girl ended up like started yelling at me because she thought that I was like giving our team free points. And I'm like, no, like you think it's twenty one nineteen and it's like twenty four twenty two. Like I'm like everybody has more points in this scenario, and the same team is winning and losing. Like it wasn't like I was like, no, you guys are are losing and we are winning. It, in both of our scores, the same team was winning and losing, and she just would count like every third point and then be like, no, you're wrong. So then he comes to the net and and is just starts to like, yeah, like, what's your fucking problem? You want to fucking go? Like, you're bugging this girl. Like, obviously, she's right or whatever. And I'm like, it is a rec volleyball tournament. Like, no, I don't want to fight. He's like, I'll fucking come over there and kick the shit out of you. I'm like, I'm yeah, I bet you will. You have fun, whatever. And then someone was like, don't you know who that is? Like, that's Colton Tubert's brother. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, what <laughs> is this, he going to... Was his name Rusty? I feel like his name might have been Rusty. Rusty Tubert. Yeah. Rusty yeah. Tubert. <laughs> totally. I, I bet, for sure. I was like, what, is he going to come from the ECHL and beat me up? Like, yeah, no, I don't is think so. Is he older or younger? He's younger. So maybe his name is Colton Two. Two-bird. Two-two. He's two, two. Colton Three-bird? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's better, actually. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, we didn't get in a fight, but he, if I had instigated him further, we would have fought at the Firefighters Charity Grass Volleyball Tournament in the last game of the day in the We're Here for the Beer tier. Classic. Okay. Now but he was, he was waiting in the parking lot. Just around the wrong car. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because this I... guy definitely drives a Mazda six. I know he does. I know he does. I know he does. That's definitely. His well, guy. no. What happened was I told the girl my license plate number, but she got all three of the numbers wrong. Oh, <laughs> and you know, well, man knows how to wrap up a story. He does. <laughs> Any of our listeners with dysgraphia are going to be like, "Man, I fucking hate yeah. episode forty-five. <laughs> 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 so that was the big bombshell, I guess. Uh, not the, the Colton Toybert thing, but uh, the, uh, the allegations that Jim Benning asked athletes to game, or I don't know if he asked, however it worked, but the athletes gamed He's just rigging Brandon his, Frust right, his stats, Intel yeah. package to tell him exactly what it, he wants you to know, tell him. This might sound a bit uh, controversial, but I wonder I wonder how many, and not just NHL teams, but like teams kind of do ask these firms and, and the people they work with to produce things in their favor for their argument to present to, let's say, the owners. Well, or, I, was saying say, to, I was saying to Stefan and Justin, it seems like that's what happened in Montreal with the Subban trade, right? right? Like, mm -hmm. the analytics guys like, were like, don't you could... make this deal. Right. It's bad. And then they, Bergevin was basically like, no, and then fired the analytics mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. And did, he so, did he get fired or did he quit? No, he got fired. He got fired. Oh. Because he went on a radio show oh, right, saying right. that he like he didn't agree with the right. deal or whatever. But I, I I just think with and these firms out there, especially now where it's like contracts are contracts, if someone comes to you 
from like a big four organization being like, listen, we need you to present a presentation that kind of outlines so-and-so can do this for this much. Will you say no or will you dig into the bag of tricks to make oh, sure yeah. that that's possible? But then right? like, like, what is the point of contracting them, you know? So that you can say you're doing it because you, yeah, like, well, that's like, the thing. It's like if, if you're if you own a business and you see your competitor doing something, even if you don't exactly know how to do it, you're gonna try to copy it. I you guess. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's yeah. I feel like that's maybe part of it. Of like, oh well, if we don't have a stats department, because that was also the thing too. There was like a couple teams where it was like publicly known that they didn't have an analytics department, mm-hmm. and people were like, oh my god, like. How can there still be teams in the current NHL that don't have an analytics department? What are department? you playing yeah. in the Stone Age? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then the inverse is like, you know what, Gerard Gallant, you did a great job with Florida. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we don't want you around yeah. here anymore. All the players <laughs> like you. All the players like you. We made the playoffs last year when we shouldn't yeah. have. Hit the bricks, yeah. pal. Yeah. <laughs> that cab you wanted? No, this is this is an unmarked. This is, this is an unmarked car going somewhere. It, but at the same time, it's like uh, you know we've talked about before that it seems like the only reason that Willie Desjardins is still the coach of the Canucks this season is to just have like a layer of insulation. It's between, like a buffer zone. Yeah, it's it's a it's uh, somebody in the in front of you in the firing line, yeah. basically. Because uh, as soon as Willie's gone, then well, the, like, cl- the, 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 starts, the mainstream right? Canucks meet, you know, iMac yeah. and all those guys would be like, oh, maybe it's maybe it's Benning's. And then now. Benning will be like, well, I didn't do that. It was the <laughs> stats guys. So uh, maybe it's just another buffer zone. I mean, the, the, a lot of professional sports for me is like. A, being good at your job and like producing results yeah. on the ice or field or wherever you're playing. Exactly like how TFC is doing great since you left. Right? Segway, <laughs> segue, exactly segue into that. Right? <laughs> Getting rid of uh, loose weight and garbage. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Got to cut those But it, it's, it's one it's one thing to get the results, but it's also one thing to play this hilarious game that like almost no other profession has this where you can basically s- not skate by, but get by by putting other people in front of you to get chopped down. And, like, it, it happens so often that it's not... I can't really... Th- Maybe politics. I think politics might be the only other place where right. it's like this, where it's like, yeah, like you, you you literally put people up to lose. Like, John yeah. Kerry was supposed to lose. Like, there was no... The whole <laughs> renaissance afterwards, that was supposed to happen. Yeah. And it's a lot like when you hire someone or you let someone last another year, because Trevor Linden's like, maybe I don't want the clock to start on me yet. And it starts sure. and it starts when he starts cleaning house yeah. with all these guys. So it, it's like the King's Court in medieval times. It is. Like it is. Willie Desjardins is there to try the food yeah. first. Right. <laughs> I will say if Absolutely. you're if you're listening for the first time and you're a Canucks fan and maybe you're not decided on bending for whatever reason, uh, you should watch the Sportsnet video from 2014. Uh, and it came out on September 11th. It's like the worst thing to ever happen on that date. <laughs> uh, and is this the player that ch- it's the, the, it's the, the white it's the Jim Benning whiteboards <laughs> where he writes all the team rosters on the wall basically and like first he spells a lot of players' names wrong and I guess that's like one thing like some of them are you know mm-hmm. tough to spell mm-hmm. um, but he also spells like city he spelled Philadelphia wrong <laughs> and it's yeah. like man just like look it up. But I think the reason his whole thing was he's like when you're on a computer you got to like switch between like pages and stuff and it's like does Jim Benning not know what tabbed browsing is? And I, <sighs> I don't think he does. 
So if you're, if you're listening to the show for the first time, you know, message us on uh, social media, on Facebook, on, on Twitter. Does Jim Benning know what tabbed browsing is? It's a, non, it's a non-zero Does he chance, still use Netscape that. Navigator? That's the next poll for HF Boards inspired by the show. Apparently. Jim Benning's like, listen, this stat package is great, but could you put it on a GeoCities site? And the HF Boards guys, <laughs> the HF Boards guys were excited. Jim Benning uses Zanga. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, was that your Canucks-related question, Devang? Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, I I feel dumb talking to Canucks oh, fans no, about Canucks fun. stuff, but uh, no, I feel dumb following them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my, most Canucks uh, fans are yeah. dumb, which you also have to factor. I was actually telling I was going to ask you about the game because I didn't get to go on. Uh, oh man, you missed out, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you I was uh, should have gone. I was working, but I oh, okay. I. I uh, it always makes me laugh when I hear people in Vancouver complain about the four o'clock start time. Oh for, man, uh, for Leafs game because honestly, beautiful. Honestly, I, I liked tot- it. Though. I totally also. I what, complained. What is what is bad I had to work about until six? What is bad? I didn't get to well, watch that's the game. A, that's if a good you're reason. not if you're not in the, the the service industry, what is bad about a game ending at yeah. like six? And then you and go out for dinner after the game. Night, and the rest like, of your yeah. night. No, is, I I don't mind on a Saturday at four o'clock. Like whatever. I got I got the third period and the rest of the overtime and shootout. So I did get to see Wait, Eric Goodbranson right. nearly give the game away at least 15 times. Oh, my God. I cannot I cannot describe how much I hate the shootout, but that's like, I just hate it so much. Yeah. But oh, well, it's because Toronto's very we're bad, so at, bad it. at it. We're so bad at it. And we have since it started. How are they bad at it, though, this year? Always bad like, at it. Like, it doesn't make sense well, this year, Well, it's just their goaltending. Like, they oh, just, okay. like, like, James Reimer would have games where he would be the only reason they made it to a shootout, would have an and unbelievable game, stop a puck. and then look yeah. like a shooter tutor yeah. in the shoot. Like, he literally wouldn't move, yeah. and they would just shoot the puck well, That's, past that's what Freddie Anderson looked like yeah, in that game, totally, too, right? totally, big time. At least, I'm, I'm happy you got to see Austin Matthews score oh, in the flesh, though. How, how great was that? It, my dick moved. Shout out to Gary sure. Lawless, tsn.ca. We just call him on Patrick yeah. Lane versus yeah. Austin Matthews. Fuck. It's good it's, stuff. It's a good, it's a fun game to go to. Uh, I've been to a lot of them. I, I would say almost all of them since I moved here. Pretty close. Not all, but pretty close to all of them. And it's always a fun game to go to because it, the Canucks fans actually do something mm-hmm. when you're there, which is a nice change for when you normally go to the game and it's like you're watching it inside of a morgue. I will say... And our morgues are full due to fentanyl deaths. And uh, <laughs> and there's so, a lot of them because we lost to them in the in the Georgia Strait thing. Exactly. So. Horrible. So here's the, here's the thing about that is the games are great. Uh, we've lost almost every time I've gone. So you have to deal with the like people that... Like that's the to me that was the funny part is the is the like Canucks fans and obviously present company excluded and and smart Canucks fans get it but like there are one hundred percent people who are at the game who go like well we beat you we're better than you and that's right. like and they fully believe that in their heart like we like I would rather be a Canucks fan than a Leafs fan right now also and you're like you're fucking I, people were reacting insane. like it was the greatest win yeah. of all time right. it's like. This isn't even the best win that the Canucks have had over the Leafs in a shootout before. That would definitely be Sundin, Matt Sundin yeah. Yeah. and then Andrew Raycroft doing the fucking victory lap. That was like the greatest totally. thing that's ever happened in a Canucks game. Yeah. So it was just so <laughs> like it was just so silly of like you watch your team get totally dummied. Ryan Miller plays out of his skull. You win in a skills competition. Your team is terrible. You're in 28th place yeah. with a goalie who is making you look so much better than you are. Yeah. Think about that. So Think much better. Think about that. And, you're and far- to still be in 28th. <laughs> and your farm team is also in 28th. 
The Leafs have wait Utica. Oh, yeah. they're terrible. No, yeah. yeah. Although Demko is, 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 is Travis. Is Tra- oh yeah, Dem- is Travis Green still there? He's, yeah. yeah, he's got them on an eight and three run right now, okay. and that's like without so half of correct their me. Lineup. Correct me if I'm so. wrong. Demko's a goalie, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Why he's the very hell good. do you guys keep producing goalies? I don't understand. It's like the one thing. <laughs> it's like the one thing they're good at. <laughs> and Ryan Miller will be gone hopefully soon. He oh, got, he got oh, hurt he's, today. He's getting another contract. Remember? Maybe they said they're undecided. I will just say I was I was at the game too, and there were a ton of empty seats, and I just want to say shame on Toronto fans. Yeah. Well, I, I was on the reverse. On the reverse, though, when the Leafs go to Western Canada, I do enjoy the game atmosphere because it is such so full of hate between. Yeah. Oh yeah. Torontonians or and former Torontonians and people who hate Toronto well, that it makes it seem like it's an actually oh yeah disturbing like atmosphere. Van- yeah, and it's Vancouver great. It's it was their Stanley Cup. Yeah. Like they wanted to win that game real bad. Like when Calgary but, when like, Calgary trucked us, man. It was oh yeah, like they and, went nuts. And there were still nuts. so many people who were upset that there was no like. Blood Revenge, sport, country, country death. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good fight. That was though. a really good fight. That, but, uh, that Martin fight, yeah, yeah very good, good fight. At the same time, though, like, why was the first game heated in the first place? Like, I get the fans hating each other. That I understand. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for these two teams to dislike well, each other. None whatsoever. And it's not even the fans. It's only Vancouver fans. Toronto fans do not care. Like, Toronto fans that live in Vancouver, they care. They, they care ca- because they don't want their friends bragging to them you at can't, work or whatever. You can't tell me yes. the number of riot jokes that show up on Twitter every That's time. From everyone. But, like, they care, okay? Okay. We're They're not both, making those jokes if they don't we care. We are both from Toronto. I will tell you right now. No one in Toronto cares about anything that happens in Vancouver, period. How, how does Devang, a very good sports guy, not know who Thatcher Demko is? Because he's from Toronto. That's why. I didn't know he was a goalie, though. That's, that's an, true. <laughs> but that's enough. Like, that's all he knows. He doesn't even know. They, we just don't care. But caring, we don't care. Not Knowing who Thatcher Demko is doesn't indicate whether you care about winning or losing. Yes, I think it, it shows that you don't know anything about the Canucks. Yeah, is what I'm just saying. They don't. People don't care about the Canucks. Like they don't know. They don't know who they are. Like they don't know who they are. They don't care. Like the like Canucks fans. I feel like know all the Leafs players or most of them, and they no, hate them, dude. And they're like, dude, well, you're this, really giving a yeah, lot of credit to Canucks. Okay, current, yeah, you're right. Canucks fans True. are fucking. <laughs> you're right. Stupid. Okay, and maybe right. like the 2004 Maple Leafs that were like star players top to bottom. Okay, I'm the sa- decline. I, anyways, yeah. like, I've said this before. Canucks fans, I guarantee lead the league in confusing the concepts of signing a player and trading for a player. True. And drafting a player. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Okay, you're right. I am giving oh, too the much credit traded to traded for fans. Jordan Subban. Oh, and he's a forward. My whole I've heard that at a game. <laughs> from like an old man who should know better. My whole point... I, anyway, 95% right. of Canucks. As a yes. Canucks fan, I can say this. Yes, of course. This is my word. Canucks fans are fucking stupid. Yeah, no, they are stupid. Most of them. And I agree. And but, so are Leafs fans. And if I were to disagree with that, the reason would be that I have built my own insulated bubble of good fans yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. And the rest of it I don't see because I don't go on message boards. Hey, don't get me wrong. I, and, and Colin, every time you go back to Toronto, don't, you know that there are a sea of, of Leaf fans who make Oh make yeah, you physically cringe. Oh, like, absolutely, of course. Uh, no, and no fan base is immune. Right, but to I will, I will say all. this, and and to to validate your point, I I bet you that Justin knows who are our top five prospects in the system, 
In the system? In the system. Probably not. You probably do, though. I mean, most of them are already on the team. Sorry, let's say let's say uh, eligible for the juniors. Oh, okay. Then, then yeah, probably. You probably would, right? Yeah. And, I'd, and, I'd, and may, I'm about to say as I, I'm as knowledgeable as you in hockey, but I feel like I would have no idea after, like, two for the Canucks. Well, there really are none. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> Which is <laughs> a fair <laughs> point. See, that's the other thing. Okay. But, okay. That, but yeah, that's... That long-winded, that long-winded, <laughs> like, maybe... I just remember, especially it. as a kid, like... As a kid, you you're not even aware of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Like it might as well be another country. You're it just seems so far away. It's three hours away, and you just don't see them on TV. All the Canucks games are on at ten. So it was, you're it just was not, the game that you always knew you'd have to go to bed. Yeah, in like the first yeah, you never right. see it. You didn't really. I mean, when I was a kid, the Canucks had Burray and Mogilny and stuff, so you knew that. And obviously, they were in the Cup final in '94. But it was like you just didn't really know who they were, and I think that's still the same now. I think it's just like they. It, it's a rival. It's a very one-way rivalry, in my in my opinion. Well, now it's just like I, there's nothing worth knowing. It's the Sedins, yeah. and that's right. basically it. Yeah. And I have never hated a sports team as much as I I hate this team. Yeah. yeah. Like I would. I've said I've said this before too. But like, if they moved to Seattle tomorrow, that would no. add like four years to my life. And like, no, just by no. removing stress. Yeah. Yeah, and just Jeez. and just the fact that we'd probably we'd but get a new expansion team like five years down the road. <laughs> so it's a five year break from hockey, and then we'd start fresh. But don't you think you would still cheer for Seattle? No, I'd would start it? cheering for Vegas or like Winnipeg. Do you think we there. should play each other more? I think that should be a thing. Yeah, I think I that think definitely so. should be a thing. There should just be an all Canada division. Like it sucks that we're in December and it's done. It's done for already. Yeah, like and like yeah. when we uh, beat, unless when, they meet in the finals. When the when the Leafs beat the <laughs> yeah. Oilers in Edmonton, it was like the Leafs win season series. I'm like, what month is this? It's November, yeah. right? Yeah, this is over. November. Yeah. What? Yeah, and I know they're doing the conference thing where you play each other twice only. And, I, like, and at least and I, I don't want to. I don't want to. And, and the last thing I want to do is get into the inner machinations of the NHL. But like, why don't Florida and Tampa play each other all the time? Like all the time. Make yeah. this like an et, like a. Well, they used to, right? They did. Well, like, that's what was, they did, was, though. That was the problem. That was, and it was made it so but, that you had now, to play but a now, million times. But now the the fact that they're both respect. Reasonably good yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. It's like maybe there is some sort of like SEC BS college right. football <laughs> rivalry that they can kind of foster. But then they right. tried to make those rivalries by yeah. fucking up the playoff <laughs> yeah, structure, which right. has just been horrible <laughs> for everyone. Well, we're not like going right to have to worry about that for a while. <laughs> yeah, right no, after guys the lockout, it that, was like but. you play eight games a season against your divisional rivals, yeah. and then there's one division <laughs> in the league that you don't even see right. at all. Yeah, it was so right. weird when I, I remember the Rangers coming once. And it was like a hot ticket because it was like the Rangers haven't played Never a game in Vancouver down. in three years. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they're a, a team that is popular enough that they have casual fans mm-hmm. in every city. And it's like, oh, the tickets yeah. are actually going for a you decent would, cost. You yes. would see Alex Ovechkin play in Vancouver once every three years. Right. Which is madness. Yeah. Which yeah, is it's madness. madness. So thankfully they changed that. Right. You know, we and this is a whole limit the amount of games and let them pick, let teams pick the games. College football style. I'm not saying college football is the best. From the last two minutes, it might sound like I am a college football. <laughs> Every, everyone's gonna <laughs> pick Vancouver just to like. But even like if if I was Vancouver, I'm picking. I'm picking a lot of. I'm picking the, like the East Coast teams. Yeah, I'm you're, picking the you're stars. Picking the tickets right. that are gonna sell. Right. Yeah, you don't really care. You don't. It, it's like in college football, you pick and pay shitty teams to come to here. come and play like you, I'd, so you can beat the piss out of I'd them. I'd be sad if the Canucks didn't play Washington because I would want to see Alex Ovechkin right. come here. I went to that game earlier this year. I wouldn't be sad if they never played Arizona. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. that it's that thing. I, like I think 
it, I think front offices wouldn't think of it of like, which teams do we have the best chance of beating? They would think of it of like, which teams are going to sell the most tickets? It, that's what I think they would do. Like if you had say, okay, you play every team twice for sure. You play every team in your division three times, and then you have like 10 bonus games you work right. out with the other teams right. or however that works. And the teams who are not the, the most high profile get some sort of stipend or like some sort of payout to, yeah. to compensate. Or they just play each other. Yeah. Like Arizona <laughs> plays Columbus well, six times a year. This will this this would literally take them 100 years to implement because this is where they can't even get... Oh, it would never shit. happen. The, they, it would never the Olympics might not even happen. <laughs> this yeah. is like, like, what yeah. is... The only good thing about <laughs> right. hockey right well, now. Well, they changed the draft lottery system just as the Canucks started sucking so <laughs> that yeah. was planned my, uh, my prediction is and I and uh, I, I really I hope this happens is that the Canucks are so atrocious for the next like five years and there's a good chance of that happening and then they never win the draft lottery once that they have to do the Vancouver rule where they change the odds uh-huh. back because Edmonton fucked it all up, right? When yeah. they won three yeah. in a row, which is like a total fluke. Man. And then the NHL was like, oh. And one McDavid, which all, I still can't believe are, they didn't rig it. Well, yeah, no, but the NHL is like, odds are broken now, I guess. This is how this is how statistics and odds work. So we have to, like, fix it. And then, you know, it's like perfect And then timing. Vancouver will get good Who's, again. Well, no, you know what will happen? No, but, we'll but get, the, no, they won't, actually, John, because the rebuild is over, actually. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's almost complete. Yeah, we're in my 28th op- place, but the rebuild is done. My it's apologies. Finished. My All you apologies. need is uh, Ole <laughs> Levy next year and Brock right. Besser. And this is this is what iMac and, and Jim Benning actually believe, is that the Canucks are two unproven rookie players away from and being the And, top like, is Besser again. even, like, are we sure he's good? Oh no, Besser's yeah, yeah. good. He's I think good. he's good, but, but he's, I don't think but he's. He might be just a second line. Winger. That's what I mean. No, yeah, he's yeah. not like a great skater. Yeah, no, he's not. Guys, he's he's not going to be a big. You're forgetting Nolan Patrick, though, right? That's who you get to. <laughs> oh yeah, the guy who's played like yeah. six games right. this year has one shoulder, right. and yeah, actually that's the thing. We're gonna pick first overall, overall he's, this he's year. He's from around here, when, isn't he? He's from Winnipeg. Yeah. Is he from Winnipeg. Abbotsford? He sounds like a guy I know from Abbotsford. The top three prospects this year, I guess Nico Hichet. From uh, the Swiss guy, he's probably in the top three. But the top three uh, North American skaters. The, no, no, because there's Timothy Lilgren oh, okay. and uh, Gabe Vliardi, I guess. I don't, they're I just, they're all injured. I never they, understand why they keep those prospect lists separate. It's like, the the yeah. best European, European the skaters, North American, the North American. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Why would we doing oh, this? It's just classic point? racism towards Europeans <laughs> yeah. from us, uh, us whites. We've got a pretty good clip of the week. We do, yeah. We, we should. Uh, Bef- before we get to that, though, we were talking about Toronto sports culture and not caring about Vancouver. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I am curious to know how much they do care about TFC. Because, like, Vancouver, the Whitecaps are, like, low-key the most popular team in the yeah. city. Yeah. And so, is it like that at all in Toronto? I, I will I will share an anecdote before I get into that. Okay. But I because I worked for TFC and... The kit man and I were good friends. I got a lot of random gear that like makes up half my wardrobe. So when I moved out here, a lot of the stuff I wear is like TFC emblazoned. And I've never had so many people politely come up to me and ask, what's wrong with me? Where are you from? Yeah. Why are you wearing that? And like a smiling tone. And I'm like, wow, people really do love their white caps here. And I've yeah. been here for games, but I was impressed at the uh, the level of vitriol. I think people care. Well, it was a there's. I mean, it was also a tough year for us. Fantastic. Will Johnson. Who, Will Johnson. Oh, all right, I'll stop. But uh, <laughs> Will Johnson should be. Wow. 
Let's just say if he was found in a river tomorrow, I would not shed Jesus. a tear. I, it's hard for me to... What? I didn't say he was dead. I just yeah. said if you, I mean, they found him in a swimming. river. Yeah, maybe he hates <laughs> rivers. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. definitely hates rivers. Um, so I left I left in the middle of October, and that was the second last game of the regular season. So it's a bit... And I was still there for the first playoff game against Philadelphia. And people were excited, but I think as they moved forward and they, they kept going on forward and not wilting under the the magnifying glass so to speak yeah people bought in and i think now it, it feels like this is a big moment not just for toronto sports but for the company of mlse because i think the fact that they can have technically a winner and it's not like oh there's eight teams in the league or like it's the cfl like there's a legitimate long road they travel to get to this point it's big it's big i don't want to overstate it but i think and I was telling my friend, who's a big Whitecats fan today, I'm like, if they win, the, the Toronto media will be insufferable. If they lose, the Toronto media will be insufferable because it would be like, classic Toronto, they did it again. Oh, big yeah. stage, they collapsed. So, like, either way, you're going to get classic Toronto. But I think yeah. if it does go well, it, it kind of changes a bit of the narrative. Also, because look at the rest of the teams here. Like, there's, it's not like we are in a bad period. No, not at all. Things we're are going a, we're in a pretty great well. Period, Things yeah. are going pretty well. And yeah, I think exactly. The Jays, two straight ALCSs. The Raptors just made the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. Final and lost to the eventual champions. The Leafs have probably the best young team in the NHL. It's good right now. Things are good. And if you can kind of cap 2016 and maybe the last two years with a, a championship. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. And, and I'm, that's the big difference, obviously, between... Toronto and Vancouver, as far as the appetite for MLS soccer is like here, if it's not Canucks or junior hockey, it was like the CFL before we had right. an MLS team. Whereas there's just so many options for everything. Sports dollars. In Toronto. I think the thing too with MLS is that it's in that it's in that spot where uh, where if your team does well, then casuals will pay attention, you know? And uh, like uh, we saw that in Montreal, they made the Champions League final and sold out the big O. Yep. And it's kind of like... And the thing with all three of these cities in Canada with the MLS teams, the walk-up crowd is like, the opportunity is huge. It's not yeah. like it's hard to get to BC Place if you're anywhere around no. and the tickets are Vancouver. You can right? get a ticket for 20 yeah. bucks and it's affordable. It's a great time. And that, so that's the thing is is I think any team in the MLS, especially in Canada, but I think just in general, mm-hmm. people maybe aren't paying that much attention to the MLS. But you say to you say to a city like we got a team in the championship game, and they go, "Oh, okay, I'm paying right. attention." Or you're even a team in the playoffs because that's the other thing too. When you have a two legged playoff, it's very easy to sell the second leg. You know, if you have a very exciting first leg that sets up a great second leg, then even casual fans are like, oh, well, this is like a do-or-die game for TFC. I'll go to a bar yeah. and watch it, or yeah. I'll go to the game. Or We got a question a couple weeks ago from David Eisenberg asking if uh, the MLS final will outdraw the Grey Cup. I think definitely. I wonder. I no. I would, what watch, the, what watch, watch it as a TV no. audience? No, it won't. No, it won't. no way. No. More it's, people get the CBC, is all right? across Canada. Yeah, right? no one will watch... No one no, will no watch one in the prairies is going to watch. I'm not going to watch it. It'll hurt my heart. And I have season tickets to an MLS team, and I will not be watching it. I so. would, I would be surprised, but I think TSN will do well. They did extremely well in that Montreal Toronto tie, but they're also plugging in the RDS numbers. Yeah, 
I think more. I think they'll do well, more, but they're not going to beat the more Grey curiously Cup. curiously to see what because I think it's on Fox's main channel too. So I wonder what that's going to do in the states because like number. Seattle's a relatively big market. But you wonder if the Michael it's Bradley, Josie go. Altidore effect might help. But there's it's no there's no big though. No college football on Saturday night either. That's so true. Maybe I was going to say the other thing about the whole MLS Renaissance, and I don't want to call it that, but. When Toronto came, the stadium was located rel- like pretty much downtown. And when Seattle joined the league in 2009, it was the same thing. And that's kind of the new road forward for this league. Like you can't have stadiums in like suburban Columbus or like right. m- Chicago, very loosely Chicago. LA is like so right. far. And outside down. outside of LA, a lot of these teams like Dallas, like because they're so far out of these city centers, they're not and they have good teams with like historically good records because they're located so far out of like the actual downtown core. They don't do that well. Yeah, I I went to a game when I was living in LA. I went to the very first Whitecaps road victory in MLS history. Jay you, went Car- you went to Carson against Chivas FC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Chivas USA. Chivas USA. Chivas USA. And and Jay Demerit header goal. Yeah, and I was one of two hundred people there to see. Nuts. Well, because that was the thing is the is the Galaxy were so good that Chivas it was people were like, well. Is it what the is, same stadium too? Yeah, or? they played in the and, same but, stadium. Yeah, they but assume, Carson is so fucking far that, to go. Well, yeah, of course. And they yeah. assume that if you were a Chivas fan in Liga MX, you would automatically support the Chivas MLS team, which that's just not how it works. No. Like that's just not how. <laughs> well, and that's a, and it's not only is Carson far, but it's also LA traffic. Like you're yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna go oh, yeah. sit on the highway yeah. for however long to go watch a soccer game of a league I'm not that invested. I mean, in. the, the next couple of years for this league is gonna be super interesting because like LAFC is stadium will be pretty much downtown and you're going against a galaxy team which is arguably like the best ever in in the league right oh, for so sure yeah you wonder though if some of those fans might bleed off to a, a more accessible place yeah. so yeah it's gonna be i mean they they keep seeming like they want to expand and continue mm-hmm. to expand so i believe tfc comes here this uh this regular season in 2017 oh yeah because yeah, we right? yeah. yeah we were yeah. there last year sweet it might be the home opener when TFC, when we played TFC in the past here, it's been the home. Like they always try to open against Toronto or Montreal, right? So it's a rivalry game. It's a big draw. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Makes totally. Sense. Yeah. So this is being recorded. Do you guys say when you record these? I don't know for no, uh, no, 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 but you can okay. say okay. Well, this is recorded before, and also maybe this is a, a good question for you guys as uh, veterans. People make this snowstorm sound like it's like the end of days. Like it's well, gonna be if we get ten centimeters, centimeters. Well, no, it's gonna rain all weekend though. Apparently now, if we get ten centimeters tonight, Wait, how does the airport do? It's not gonna be good, and I have to fly tomorrow to Fort so St. John to do some corporate gigs. So okay, well, you're, well this you're is what I worried a about. Small plane too. I, it's gonna be yeah. enjoy yeah. your stay in the energetic city. I will not, uh, but I am. <laughs> how making, far of a flight is? I that? am making quite a bit of money it's to like go there. It's an like an hour and a half. Yeah. But it's a small plane, and yeah. Do you I, land in a, in water? Oh, uh, it's like no. a prop plane. It's yeah. the kind of plane that like... Yeah, it's like a bomb eight. It's the kind yeah. of plane that like flies on a dotted line over a map of the world. In yeah. Like an yeah. Jones movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it is that plane. It's the it same is a, plane. It's the, it's, the plane from, uh, it's the plane from Tailspin. <laughs> oh, we hope. Uh, uh, no, yeah. it's going to be madness. Did I... Did I like, we I, can't drive in the rain, man. man. Like, I... I, 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 I Always used to hear about it, but people like just discarding their cars on the side of the oh, road yeah. and, and oh, walking yeah. away. I'm like, this is some it's some well, next the, level. Okay, because the the, the, pro- the the main problem is the hills. that no one. Well, it's the hills, 
and no one knows how to drive it. And no one has winter tires. And no one has winter tires. Because why like, would you? It snows like once every two years. Right. The year. funniest industry in Vancouver is the winter tire industry because there's so many rich people Boom here bust. that if it snows, it's unbelievable. Like tire places are staying open 24 hours. Like they're like, I can't believe. Yeah. Like we are selling an unconscionable amount of twelve hundred <laughs> sets of if tires. If you were sitting on salt for all these years, oh, you're like, man. all right, guys, it's, let's, it's time to cash in on exact, this. Summer. It's a hundred percent like that. But if it doesn't snow, no one like no one cares. But people will. As right. soon as it snows, they're like, oh well, I'll just get them now. And it's like, well, what? It's going to be gone <laughs> tomorrow. What are you? What are you doing? So we'll see. the The thing too is that the it's Vancouver has a long standing tradition of oh we're gonna get pelted with snow and then we get like one centimeter. Right. So with me being here and being from Toronto, I'm always the like I'll see it, I'll believe it when I see it. So if we're gonna get 15 centimeters tonight, I'll believe it when I wake up tomorrow morning and there's 15 centimeters on the ground. Like there could be zero. It seems unlikely that there would be zero. I think most of the most of the snow is coming tomorrow. Right, apparently. Look, and then it's going to rain. But they've but they've so. changed it because it was all coming tonight. Former right. guest on this program, Frankie McDonald, warned me that it will happen. <laughs> so I believe that it as will soon happen. as Frankie says it, I don't. I I get scared because <laughs> that's what happened on Monday. I was like, I was wasn't believing it was going to happen, and then on Sunday night, Frankie's like, "We're going to get it." Vancouver, British Columbia. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, we're going to get it." <laughs> And and he even said he's like people in Vancouver, you're bad at driving your cars in the snow. Stay home if it snows outside in Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm doing great all the time. Uh, but I think it's time to move into our clip of the week yeah. this week. We yeah, got definitely. A, a very good one. We do. Uh, that was like our most like serious sports talk Ooh, in a like, long time. Yeah. Great. And yeah. it was I horrible. Like I never want to do it again. <laughs> um, uh, but Just you know, kidding. we got a great clip. And we got some really good questions. We too. we watch a losing team quite often. Yeah, I think all of us. Yeah, oh, I mean, fuck yeah. yeah. And we yeah. take it pretty well at this point. We're used to it by yeah, now. You have, you have no choice. Uh, you have but to sometimes, you know, a loss just finds you in a in a bad place, and you don't exactly handle it uh, with aplomb and verve, as it were. And that was the case for the head coach of Louisville's women's basketball team. You know why he was so mad? He didn't have me there to play 26 minutes in the game for him. Um, but we'll hear what he had yeah, to say. Yeah, how would you do in the NCAA? Let's get rid of the... Extremely well. <laughs> You're like, NCAA better. <laughs> and here is the coach in our clip of the week. It, you you, you got to have a will. You got to have a will. There's sometimes, you know, they're they're tired too. Walker Kipper played 40 minutes. Confrey played thir- uh, 39. They're tired too. But who's got the will? Like I, I like I said out there on the radio. We just live right now. The generation of kids that are coming through. Everybody gets a damn trophy. Okay. You finish last, you come home with, with, with a trophy. You kidding me? I mean, what's that teaching kids? It's okay to lose. And unfortunately, it's our society. It, it's what we're building for. And it's not just in basketball, it's in life. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, everybody thinks they should get a job. Everybody thinks they should get a good job. No, that's not the way it works. But unfortunately, that's what we are preparing for. Because... You finish fifth, you, you walk home with this nice trophy, parents are all excited. No. I mean, I, not to be too blunt, but you're a loser. <laughs> like, we're losers. We got beat. So you lost. There is no trophy for us. But unfortunately, the way everybody, the way these kids are brought up today, there is a trophy. 
because nobody wants anybody to have hard feelings. Nobody wants to get their feelings hurt. Well, unfortunately, in the real world, I'm not sure how it is with, with, with your all's jobs. But with mine, if you lose enough, you get fired. And that's just the way it is. And I, I'm trying to explain to our kids, like, hey, I'm trying to prepare you for the real world. Because when you go to get a job, there's competition. And what are you going to do to stand out? But unfortunately, we're not preparing these kids, before they get to us at least, to be ready for that. You know, when you play three, four AAU games in one day, you lose three of them, and then you win the, la the, the last one, and everybody goes home happy. You're one in three. I mean, you know, the, I know it's a long time ago. But Jeff He's still going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you lost, you went home. There was no friendship bracket. You know, let's go on the left side to the friendship game so everybody can play two more games. No, you went home. You went home a loser. And then you worked at it if you wanted to be good. There so you go. I think my favorite part of that is, like, did he go into the locker room? He's like, what the fuck happened out there? And then his star player was like, oh, I got a trophy when I lost. as <laughs> like a five-year-old. Yeah. It's, not, oh, that, it's, not, it's okay. not that bad. Oh right, the trophies. trophies oh yeah, the uh, the old uh, the old trophy. And, and he's like in the real world. It's like, dude, you coach college basketball for a living. Yeah, like, you don't live in the real world. I mean, he did reflect the fact that uh, he he would get fired if his team kept losing. So I mean, that is true. That's, That's true. Real. That's pretty real. I, I did yeah, like yeah. his quote though. That was like, uh, <laughs> a lot of people out there like you think that you should have a good job. But that's just not the case. <laughs> it's like, Everyone is referring to job. himself. Like, we, <laughs> we tell kids that you can be anything when you grow up, but the truth is, you could be mulched into compost for rich people's gardens. <laughs> like, unless you're uh, unless you're selling winter tires in Vancouver. Yeah, that's a real up and down industry. <laughs> yeah, right now you're loving it though. Oh God. Yeah, it's a weird like. Because he just, yeah, the whole loser thing. And I, I, I was uh, reading this article about how participation trophies now, like the American Youth Soccer Association spends 12% of their budget on trophies. And it's like, who? it's a hundredfold increase from 1990. I, got a, uh, I was the most improved player on my basketball team in grade five. Nice. Because I made a basket in the last game of the season. How does that equate to... Well, think about like the line graph of right. my season. It, it was just flat, and then the last game, it just I don't, spikes up. I don't so, care if this makes me improved. sound soft as hell. I think participation trophies are good. I think they're good. Yeah? I think, I think especially in those formative years where, like, kids are ruthless and like jerks and they still are and like it only gets worse from there but not having any sort of positive reinforcement from anyone i don't understand how that's a good thing i don't get it well, yeah, i mean like we brag about losing to the trailer park boys in the best podcast <laughs> thing, so that's like a well, trophy. it was like uh there's a comic friend of mine sean lacombe has a great joke about that who's talking about how you know all these people are like oh we're giving our kids participation trophies like what a bunch of fucking pussies and like all this and he's like and then you look at our generation who is suffering intensely from depression and like three of my <laughs> yeah. friends have committed suicide and like and we were told when we were kids that we were shitty at sports like maybe it's not a bad idea to try like you know what let's just give them some trophies let's yeah. see how this works yeah. trying it this way you know what i mean like i also love the uh and, and honestly though like i recently like had to get rid of a ton of my stuff because i just had shit that was in like my parents storage mm -hmm. or whatever and I had a ton of trophies from like playing soccer or baseball as a kid or whatever. Didn't it feel nice to see them and again? Yeah, it did. It did. And here's the thing: like some of them were legitimately for like winning a championship yeah. in that league, but 
I wouldn't know that unless I read it because I had four and I'm sure that some of them were for like, you know, I finished fourth or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just a nice thing 100%. to put in your room when 100%. you're a kid. Yeah, of course. 100%. You love to have it. And also, here's but, but a... Like, it also doesn't matter to have a trophy <laughs> if you're the champion also yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Everything is good. It's completely yeah. irrelevant. May as well have them. Yeah. And so this is a, this is a counterpoint from Joe Thornton. This is from an article, and I can't remember who it was. Someone's talking about... Uh, it was from an interview, and I can't remember who it was, and they were talking about how like being in the NHL is like a pretty sweet lifestyle and whatever. And so it says, yeah, this was one night. We lost a game. We sucked. It was uh, one of those off nights. So we're all sitting on the plane waiting for it to take off to the next city, and everyone was moping. It was silent. Bad vibes. Then Jumbo Joe Thornton walks onto the plane, and halfway down the aisle, he stops dead in his tracks. He's looking around at everyone. Then he just shakes his head. I thought he was going to tear into us, but he just goes... What the fuck, boys? What's everyone so sad about? You never lost a game before? We're in the NHL. Get over it. We'll win the next one. Let's realize where we're at here. Come on. Classic. I think that was from the John Scott's latest. Thing oh, John Scott. That's Tribune, right. I'm yeah, pretty that's sure. right. That's right. Um, I was like, I knew one of you guys would know it. I was like kind of trying to look and then I'm like, ah, you know what? Someone will know what that's but, from. But, yeah, John yeah Scott, I mean, totally. even like working in junior hockey, I never understood the mentality of like a coach who just comes on the bus and screams at the guys after a game. And it's like, we got a 17 hour bus ride home and you better be fucking miserable for the entire thing. If I hear anyone giggling at any point, I'm pulling this bus over and you're gonna fucking walk like well he yeah. came on the bus how are they not giggling <laughs> go play your that's game. what he opens his like post game speech with he just yeah. comes in the bus <laughs> but like this game was so fucking bad i rage jerked especially when like you're a bad team and you're a team that's not gonna get any better like what yeah. is the point you know what team I'm talking that about. That almost here. sounds like a very specific anecdote, yeah, Justin. Yeah. About a specific team that the, you may or may not have been employed by. Yeah, and this happened time and time again throughout that entire season. And it, like after a certain point, it's like, what is the point of this? You're just making people who are doing something good. Like, even if they lose, they're still in a junior A league. They're doing something good with their lives and you're making them feel bad about it. Yep. For nothing. For no reason. Anyways. We've got some good questions this week. We do indeed. And with that, we will dive right in to our top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? (laughs) We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Stefan, what are the questions this week? Uh, we've got number three here from Yerky21. Very good friend of the show. Ooh. And he asks, after losing a bet, you must eat a hockey puck. How do you go about preparing it? Okay. I mean, I would chop it up and like blend it in some sort of stew, probably. Right? That would be the best way to do it. That's actually very smart. I, I had a far worse idea. Or just like take a bite out of it? <laughs> I would melt it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh. That would be way worse. Yeah. <laughs> because it would like harden though, right? It would be this like... You'd have to eat it real quick. Yeah. And I guess how hot would that be? It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. molten hot rubber. It would coat your mouth forever, okay. basically. I, know. I hate, oh to steal, I hate to steal yours. But well, I, no. It would be like when Homer drank the candle. <laughs> did a candle box, right? Yeah. Uh, Sorry to interrupt this conversation. I was just scrolling through Instagram, and Austin Matthews just posted a picture of himself. The Harambe, the Harambe, yeah. sweater, Harambe right? Christmas yeah. sweater. Yeah, amazing. 
Uh, and he's got the Austin hat going on. The guy's oh, now, the, now you like Harambe. The tallest head in the world. Do you also hate that Harambe stuff? Oh, I don't hate like it, it I don't like it either. <laughs> I don't like it. I, he hated I, it from the start. We, but had, then, but, we had a good time with it like day of. But I hated then, it from the start. And then especially when ki- like when I started to see like my students and stuff get into it, then I'm like, okay, it's it's w- so over now. <laughs> I don't know if you read that. I, I can't remember his name. He's a comic. Oh, Brandon Wardell? Yeah. The, uh, the Wall Street. Uh, sorry, the... Rolling Stone like Q and A. Oh yeah, uh, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon is great too because he like totally knows what he's doing and he's like kind of pissed that it got out of control. He's right. like, I'm so mad that like bros are using this right. now. Like, yeah. I mean, and I'm a hypocrite though because when I saw Austin Matthews wearing, I'm like, all right, yeah. all is saved. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, I love everything. Well, because that's what I. Because so we t- I, like I was Matthew like, Kachuk wearing the T-shirt in his <laughs> yeah, totally. Memorial Cup parade right. photos. It was I, great. I want to like. Well, it's because. Like, I want to talk about this. So we have a frequent guest on the show, Jackson Playfair, who is uh, like trains with Austin Matthews in Arizona. He's a friend of of the shows and of, of mine first, like in the, of the sense of like we text and like I feel like like I feel like I have one degree of separation. He's, is your, is he, is he he's G- your rich Marinsky. Is he, is yes. he Jim Playfair's Yeah, Jim son? Playfair's son. And he played <laughs> hockey in the dub. I interviewed him when he was in the dub and he was okay. like the funniest kid I've ever interviewed. So I brought him on the show because I'm like, this guy's so funny. And he's so he's been on the show, I think, three times, and he's very funny. Maybe twice. Twice, but then also your video. Yeah, right. right, right. Uh, yeah, and so I just also want to shout out my earlier Thatcher Demko. Uh, do you know who he is? I just referenced Jim Playfair's son. You did. That was <laughs> okay. So you <laughs> damn better know I know my I random know. my random dub guys. I believe it. I, and Let's I love go. It. Let's well, you go, were, Cullen. You Let's were putting na- uh, like teams to to just random <laughs> OHL names that we were dropping that's, out that's earlier. Right. Yeah, it was that's good. Right. So yeah. my whole thing is that there is like, yes, there's one degree of separation between me and Austin Matthews. And I call him beautiful on some form of social media, like at least once a week. And I'd like just like to imagine that like one day, like him and Jackson are sitting around and Jackson just like is showing him like, yeah, you can't even believe this like 31 year old man. (laughs) He just calls you beautiful (laughs) all the time. Like he just thinks you're like a beautiful boy and he just loves it. And like and I like to imagine that Jackson brings it up as a joke and Austin's like. No, he's cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you imagine that? More like, than I um, should. Yeah. Well, because I've started this thing where I hashtag the Austin hat because he has such a tall head, and I'll wear my hat very tall on my head and and hashtag he's the Austin the- hat. And I think, I, I honestly think that Jackson has sent him. The, the picture him pictures, of you wearing the, the four picture hats. of me I'm wearing sure. the, yeah, the Austin right. hats because we were talking, we were texting not uh, just this week actually, and I was saying uh, I was like, oh, did you see? Because he texted me, he's like, did you see Austin's toque? Because he was wearing like, and I was like, and I regrammed it on Instagram, and I was like, did you not see that I regrammed? He's like, oh, I saw it, and I'm like, <laughs> I feel like he legit like has discussed this with Austin Matthews. So anyway. It's totally ludicrous. And like, I realize this all the time. Like, they had an off day in Vancouver, and I texted Jackson, and I'm like, you know, like, if you just want to tell Austin, like, there is a 31 year old man that's totally prepared to like hang out with him tonight if he's interested, <laughs> like, just let him know. So it's, it's really stupid, but I definitely think about it a lot. And then, yeah, so he posts this shit. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm the same as you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I like Harambe now. Yeah. Well, did you see my phone background? Austin around the Christmas tree. Oh, it's oh my God. I just want to say another joke that is hitting the Harambe levels right now is Tom Hanna is the Akron Pooper. It's funny when we do it, 
But Tom has told me that his Twitter mentions are full of random people who listen to this show being like, hey, you poop on cars. So maybe cut him some slack. Well, you know what? This is going to, like, people are going to do it more now. I know. Yeah. I know. I th- well, it's kind this of is like. the Streisand effect for sure. Well, well, the Hannah effect. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. we have to, do we have to retire it? Like H- Hannah Barbera Streisand. <laughs> Christ. It barely geez. works. I don't know. Jeez. That's a strike. No, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Wait. The, um,. Yeah, because we might have to retire it. Maybe. We might have to put it in the rack. Because it's well, like the King Maybe baby. if he stops shitting on cars, we <laughs> <I> can retire <laughs> But back to the question yeah. as to how I would eat this puck. I just recently got a pressure cooker. Um, I bought that Instant Pot thing that was like the big thing on Black Friday. It's amazing. So I'd probably put that in there with like. Th- okay, wait a minute. Some I risotto. thought this was a Christmas present for Carrie. What do you mean? It was. You, okay. It was. Well, it We've sounds like it already. It sounds like it, it was wasn't. a present for the household. I was gonna say because you're like, <laughs> well, I bought, I bought, a, I bought an Instagram, and I'm just thinking back this to Carrie's pressure cooker that I yeah, bought I'm <laughs> for myself. Exactly. Like I'm, thinking, I'm going to use. I'm thinking back to Carrie's Instagram where she's like holding it. She's like, oh, early Christmas present. My boyfriend is so sweet. And what? Justin's like, well, I bought us. I bought a pressure. I gotta cooker, cook a puck in it. <laughs> All that rubber residue in there. The, yeah. The main reason uh, that I let her open it earlier is because I made a huge batch of stew in the slow cooker that took like twelve hours, and she was like. It's gross. I don't like it. Yeah, slow cookers are so horrible. Like, okay, Can we talk about that? Oh, no. Open your Christmas present because I'm not spending 12 <laughs> hours making something else. People, li- <laughs> people like crock pots, and I don't understand it. Every meal I've ever had out of a crock pot tastes like a shoe. Yeah, it has like this weird... It's awful. I hate it. And now that you can get like sous vides for regular people, like why don't you have a sous vide? Why would you have Nova? Yeah, if you're getting something, I'm curious. Get a a sous vide. What have you eaten out of a crock pot? Everything. So you're eating something I've eaten it. My mom, my (laughs) no. Well, my mom got it, and then it was like stew. I've had stews out of it. I've had chili. I've had meat. I've had, yeah, name it. I've had it. Everything bad. Every single thing. So you're gonna sous vide your puck then? Yes, okay. I am going to sous vide wow. okay. my puck. Right. I'm, I'm classy as fuck. I'm, I'm assuming you're allowed like sauce and stuff with this. Yeah, yeah. As well. you I'm, have to. I'm, I'm putting that, my yeah, puck in yeah. the pressure cooker with like some chicken stock, some risotto, some mushrooms. Probably. I, th- I think to be honest, you guys are right. It's like a stew or like some sort of soup. Yeah, that, like you could, you don't have to really. Uh, you went right to melting. <laughs> yeah. as well. well, it seems like a thing that yeah. you'd get in your basket on chopped. And be like, well, <laughs> puck tastes really bad. So. I'm gonna, <laughs> so I'm gonna, so I'm going to have to reduce it before I put it in the stew. It's like, uh, I this can just a, imagine Dylan McDermott or whoever the new guy is. They're just pulling, he's like, uh, your ingredients are asparagus. Wait, is Dylan, is Dylan McDermott no, the he host He used now? to, but it's a wow. new guy now. Wow. Your ingredients are asparagus, candy corn, filet, <laughs> salmon filet. Hockey puck. <laughs> like, well, uh, well, puck uh, typically has a very rubbery taste. So well, I'm trying to get that. I'm mixing it up with some yeah. cranberries. Or you, could, you, you know could chop the puck into bits. The other, the other one toast is toast the bits and use it as like a puck <laughs> crumble. Right. On top. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is, if you, if you, yeah, if you cut it fine enough, deep fry that. You wouldn't oh, taste any of it. That's true. Right? You wouldn't yeah. taste any of it. Right like now. we're we're all we all know that we are dying <laughs> after we eat it, right? Like we're dead. I mean, this is a mass suicide. Yeah, is like, a mass, like we're all dead. This is a Jonestown ass. <laughs> yeah. It's like all right, uh, we got how many pucks? We got sixty. All right, we're doing this. <laughs> question number two is kind of for Justin. Okay, wait a minute. No, let's. Are we, are we sticking with the quick puck second? Question? Okay. I just want. What is even a pressure cooker? I don't even know what it is. It, uh, it just puts pressure on the food? I don't know how it works. <laughs> it, it's just like you get like slow cooker f- 
flavor. Like, it would be like if I had something in a pot for eight hours, uh, except I can do it in half an hour. Oh, I see. Because it's just it's like... It's an accelerated crock Well, pot? it just, it pressurizes the, the what's in the pot, and then I guess because it's at like so, such high pressure, that amplifies the heat, Got and it. then just amplifies nothing your gets flavor. Out. Yeah, nothing so it's like a crock out. pot, but good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Okay. Right. I strongly recommend Sorry. it. Question no, it's okay. Question number two is, is more for Justin. Uh, and so I think uh, a little backstory is required. So the whole Jim Benning rumor, whatever, uh, was going around HF boards this week. Yes. And it got to the point where Justin, someone disparaged the podcast, and Justin, came, well, Look, first of all, Yerky21 defended our honor, and then Justin jumped in as well. I just saw an opportunity to dunk on somebody. And you did, and it was great. <laughs> Uh, but it was your first post in like five or six years? Seven years. Seven years. And then so Yerky looked up your most recent post before that. And it was about, it was you bragging about the Zune. You're like, I love my 80 gig Zune. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> shit talking the iPhone yeah. and, and shit talking like why would I why would I pay more for an iPod? I'm like, I love my Zune. So the question is Here, from here's, at, what, here's my exact okay, post. Yeah, yeah, it yes. says I love my 80 gig Zune, which cost me a <laughs> fraction of a new iPod. Why would I waste five hundred dollars on a 16 gig iPod Touch when I plan to get an iPhone mm-hmm. as my next phone? It's just impractical. Plus a bajillion dollars for 16 gigs is terrible. I'll wait a few more generations, which I did, and this thing's 64, so there you go. I mean, a lot of what you said wasn't wrong, except the Zune part. Where yeah, where yeah. you're like, Zunes are good. <laughs> but <laughs> I love my Zune. <laughs> yeah. But I'll defend it in saying that it, well, I was correct. In that, I just at the time, I got a Zune for like 100 bucks less than an iPod would have been, and it gave me 64 was, extra gigs of data. Was Zune the one that you, storage, had, you had to use the uh, the CD-ROM to, up, like, you had to like install it with the CD-ROM and like your operating that system? That was like a mini-disc player, I think. Okay. Yeah, that was that the one before it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so no. the, the question. So though. it was just the Microsoft iPod, basically. Right, 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 right. And it worked. Like, <laughs> you know, it did work. Okay. I only I, just I knew, got rid of it last month. <laughs> I knew you would start defending I it. I only yeah. just got 100%. rid of it last month. It, it worked for years. Oh, Sorry. Gosh. If the Justin knows anything <laughs> in life, it's how to double down <laughs> and stuff and triple so and quad. The question is from at Robo Yaya, and he asks Besides the Zune, what are some other short lived products Justin may have bought? Uh, well, we can we can go around and guess. We'll each guess okay. a product, okay, and, and you then you can tell if I had it or not. Okay. Well, what are some other short-lived products? Okay, Justin may have bought. So okay. by short-lived, we mean like you just you didn't use it that often. Like, no, that, that, that no, didn't like last long. Like so I'm gonna say okay. the Sega Dreamcast. I did have one. <laughs> well, yes, very good. That's a cheat. Because he brings we've, it up we've every talked five about episodes. It like seven oh, times I forgot your name once. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you did forget my name once. That's true. You did actually forget my name. I did I, have a Sega Dreamcast. Uh, Colin, you want to go? Or, uh, <laughs> no, if, do you have one? I do, yeah. yeah. go, go. Uh, the virtual reality. Um, virtual, virtual Boy? Virtual Boy? Yeah. No, I never had oh, it. Oh, I damn. did play it a few times. Uh, it was and not good. It, no, it, it like burned good. your eyes. It hurt. My retinas <laughs> it were It hurt yeah. a lot. Yeah. What about go? the Sega Game Gear? I did have that. <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. was I going to steal? Did I steal? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm okay. not going to go video game. I'm going old. I'm saying that you had a Pogo Ball. Pogo ball. Yeah. What is that? You don't remember the pogo ball? <laughs> no. Is Do that, you guys remember the I pogo don't ball? No. Wow. Is that it looks, are you are you younger than the okay. like I'm the old, I'm thirty one. It's kind of like uh, shaped like the planet Saturn. 
Yes. Like, it's like a... Yes. It's oh, a, wait, no, yes. I do know. Okay, it's, I do yes. know. Yeah. It's a bouncing ball yeah. with like a yes. ring yes. around it. Yeah. No, I don't think I ever had one of those. Okay. Devil sticks? Yeah. Devil sticks? I did have devil, devil sticks, sticks devil. for sure. I'll tell you something right now. <laughs> I would Devil <laughs> sticks are definitely short-lived technology. Why would you do that for I'm, fun? I'm going to tell you something right now. I believe, like what we think our listener base is like... Our, I made like, my own devil sticks. Regular, that was more fun than playing with them. Regular listener base of about 3,000. I think I'm the best at devil sticks. I'll throw it out there right now. Ooh, wow. I think I could beat. We can this, book a venue for yeah, this. This I is swear. my, this is my CIS women's this. basketball <laughs> moment. No, no. I think I can beat any of our listeners. At this devil is a, this sticks. is a sports day event now. Write yeah. this down. This, I'm is, down. this is definitely I'll, a sports. I will day. devil the, sticks. I don't like, give a what shit. Are the, what are the? How do you ju- like? Length, I guess, right? How long you can keep those sticks? Well, up? it's well, okay. If we're talking length, I or can like go tricks? all day, tricks? but tricks too. Yeah, both. Wow. I spent some time. I had a, I had a pair that my friend made, and they were very good. <laughs> oh my god! And I, pr- I pr- what I is this, oh, is this a West Coast? You guys yeah, make your own? I was in Toronto. No, I was. I was I was on Hornby Island. There was like a teenager wow. there. Yeah, who yeah. Hornby like, Island. Who was like, sure. I know how to make devil sticks. And all the kids were like, that sounds fucking rad. Let's do it. Yeah. We were buying like devil the, the Reebok equivalent of okay, yeah, 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 of course. There was definitely one company that made so much money off of devil sticks. It was, Whoever uh, that was. You know who it was? Uh, it was Spin Master. Spin Master. That's right. Because that's I was right. reading an article that's about right. they've got this popular toy this year called like Hatchimals or something. Okay. And they, they, they're worth, Spin Master's worth three and a half billion dollars it's Canadian toy company but they made really? devil sticks yes. okay I'm that came in this handy I'm good. really surprised but anyway I, I will throw it out there's there a face, there's a I Facebook can say, event that's a Facebook I can beat anyone <laughs> anyone that listens to this show I can beat a devil stick I could beat you like with devil sticks. well that's true too there's definitely a lot of people that could beat me with them but like for sure if okay so we're, we're just putting this out there right now if you see John yeah out there in the world on the street in a school, we're talking in a comedy to, club. We're, we're talking to you, Colton Tubert's brother. After this is, a show. Yeah, this Absolutely. is how. Rusty, <laughs> Rusty Tubert. If you challenge him to a devil stick off, is yeah. that what they're called? Stick offs, I guess? Uh, no, I think we called it a Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> Devil stick version of Bond Spiel. Yeah. Would that be a yeah. stick up? Yeah, <laughs> it's a stick up. If yeah. you, yeah. If stick you up. challenge him to a Diablo, he must accept. <laughs> yeah. the no, I'll accept it. I haven't done them in a long time. Oh, here but we if go. It, no, 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 I'm not making an excuse. Okay. I'm not making. All I'm saying is that if it were like part of Sports Day or whatever, I would be. obviously have a little bit of time to train, <laughs> and I would. I'm sure I would get my skills back immediately. Okay. So no matter the time, no matter the place, if you're challenged, you must accept. I will Diablo. Okay. I have to fucking buy a pair of devil sticks. That's, that's <laughs> Good luck. I'm yeah. gonna know where Keep that's possible. Them in the trunk of Devilsticks.org. Devilsticks.org. Oh my god. Look at the, look at the, look at the website. Whoa. It looks exactly the way you think it should look. That's oh a, my god! I don't a, even know how to describe it. You just a, that was a, ported over from Geo. Yeah, that, that oh, is a definite. Geo no, this is an angel fire. I think it's got that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> Great questions. This yeah. is good. Oh, man. question number one is is it's gonna be a group okay group, uh, effort <laughs> here. <laughs> oh, you get some devil sticks. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is they're trying to sell their sticks. What makes our sticks different? Basic stick material. <laughs> That's the first thing on the list. Production process. Tassel material, <laughs> clear coat protective finish, product variety, personal touch, and customization options. So I'm asking for a pair for Christmas. Do you have to send a check to them? I'm assuming there's no, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's no, no visa online, on online carrier pigeon. Probably. Oh, you just go to devilsticks.store and they have them here. 
Signature select sticks. I don't even want to know how much these cost. Can you, you can customize them though, right? We oh. should get some real good show devil sticks. They're only thirty bucks. Get some get some RGS devil sticks going here. Oh, definitely. Uh, well, these are black and red tassels with gray and red tape. So yeah, I, I don't. Uh, the shipping on these must be insane. <laughs> anyway, I will get a pair of devil sticks and I will Diablo. Just gotta keep anyway. them on you. Just gotta keep them. On. Uh, question number question one. Question number one is from Dan. You can say his last Dan. name. Dan. There you go. And uh, he asks, you have to write a sports movie with a star animal athlete. Which animal and sport do you pick? And give me a brief plot rundown. Okay. And we're not all picking our own. We're just gonna... We'll just do a group one here, I think, because it'll, it'll yeah. take does, too long. Does the otherwise. animal have to be a star, or could it be any animal? It could be... Well, the animal is going to be who's playing the sport, I would imagine. Right. But it could be like a like a... Dog. Yeah, it doesn't. Like a horse I mean, it doesn't like, have right. to be a dog. I feel like that's a little okay. overdone. I feel like we should stay away from dogs. <laughs> Sir Bud, <laughs> Sir Bud, the best footballing dog in the world. I, I don't think that, that was done before. I don't Sir think that Charles was. Bud, <laughs> Sir Charles Bud. I don't think that's been done before. I'm gonna go Pardon with a, a smart animal. Okay. What about uh, an octopus? Oh. And it could be an octopus doing UFC fighting, so we could do stuff with like the oh, wow. octagon. Wow. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's actually that's genius. Very good, yeah. That's genius. The octagon. I like that. How many strangulations would be in that? That'd be a, a lot. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you, uh, well, and they'd he's also like ink. rear naked choking you and arm <laughs> barring both arms at the same time. The problem is how do you how do you develop a groundswell of like emotional support for a murderous. Uh, <laughs> A murderous well, who, who is he uh, killing, right? Like, uh, well, he cri- needs cri- to... Criminal, <laughs> criminals? He, he, <laughs> he needs to raise $500,000 to save the aquarium. There you go. Otherwise, the him community aquarium. Okay, and here, all here's, of the other animals here's, here's will what I'm be thinking. Here's thrown what I'm into the ocean. He, he was once the GM of said aquarium, but was... <laughs> accused of fraud by someone who was on the inside who was looking to take him down because they wanted it for themselves. So he goes to prison, (laughs) and to get out of prison, he has to fight a series of criminals in an octagon-like fighting ring. I like this. And he ends up killing them, but they're criminals, so it's fine. (laughs) And he wins. Vice makes his uh, return. He wins uh, his freedom, goes back to the aquarium, and helps save the day. I like it. Yeah. What are we calling it? I mean, oct. Uh, you know, that's that's a little octogoner. Mm. <laughs> what if he's a coward in the <laughs> ring? And we call it, we call it octagon pussy. <laughs> 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 like James Bond. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 about, about the chick with eight pussies. Yeah. <laughs> the chick with eight pussies. That's what it was about. Um, I uh, yeah, we got to come up with a name. I I I think I have a tagline. Okay. Uh, uh, like. You, it's like you think you've seen UFC fighters with ink. Oh, like because there's a lot of tattooed yes, UFC yes, fighters or something, yes. some sort of ink play. But you, you've heard of five for fighting. Maybe. How about eight for fighting? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the show, the movie is called Prison Ink. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Prison, Prison Ink. But that has nothing to do with fighting. What people are so confused? Like, what is this movie about? The a cover. The cover. The cover is Channing Tatum and an octopus. And if yeah. you go from there, it'll sell itself. It doesn't even. It doesn't even make any sense. It's fun. Step up eight. Prison Ink. <laughs> well, that's a good question. Jonah Hill is the be- the best friend of the octopus. <laughs> he's got him. He's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, uh, yeah, that's good. I, there's got to be just like a winning, there's got to be a winning name here. Uh, can we make a play on like Mollusk or something? 
or cephalopod? Is there any cephalopod? Because <laughs> that's what people want have in a good movie title. On cephalopod <laughs> or s- uh, suction, suction something. Yeah. Ooh. Oh man. Tentac- tentacle. Or it could just be. Oh, Suc- oh, I got it. I fucking got it. <laughs> UFC. Like the C. Like the. Uh. <laughs> And this is a Pixar movie now. It's yeah. a Pixar movie. Right. Yeah. Do they show deaths in Pixar movies? They don't, do they? Uh, they're, gonna, they're, they're going start. to now. Yeah. They're going to now. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to find some sort of hybrid between the words tentacle and penitentiary, but I don't think I can say that word out Tent-a-tentiary? loud. Tentacle Based in Jamaica. Penitential entry. Kingston, <laughs> Kingston 10. Based in Kingston, Jamaica. Okay. The, all right, all right, done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I think well, so. I think what it would be is it would be like it, you know, because there's Air Bud, and then it'll be like colon something, you know. So yeah. it'd be like whatever we name our octopus, fight oct octo or whatever his name is, whatever, and then it's colon UFC. I think yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that works for me. Yep. All right. <laughs> or it's UFC mm-hmm. colon prison ink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the all I know is I've got, I got Jerry Bruckheimer in my text right now. Being like, <laughs> what is the name of this? What is the name? I'll go to these guys. I'll get the money. I'll get the money. We can run this tomorrow. Brian Glazer, give me a title, baby. Give me a title. <laughs> I feel like with that, it is time to move on to everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I like a tweet by Newt Gingrich. <laughs> this is a great choice. <laughs> the Pearl Harbor one? Yeah, where he, he was like super impressed with Pearl Harbor. He was like, well, here's the tweet. Uh, and this is on the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Uh, and he, well, the attack on Pearl Harbor. There's no like anniversary of a place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was when everyone, mm-hmm. there was the, mm-hmm. the attack, everyone died. Uh, here's a tweet from Newt Gingrich, and it's great when you when you see his like avatar there because it's, he's just this fat pumpkin head, and you know <laughs> what Newt Gingrich looks like. Uh, Seventy five years ago, the Japanese displayed displayed professional brilliance and technological power, launching surprises from Hawaii to the Philippines. Uh, so like shout out to, to all the people. Who yeah, he just has like a raging shout out to the Japanese. The Japanese extremely bizarre, people. extremely bizarre. For, uh, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna recommend a book. <clears throat> Obviously. Uh, so this nice is pick college boy. That's right, baby. Uh, okay, so uh, this is a great book that I just finished. It's called One Night Only by Sportsnet's own Ken Reed. And uh, the, the anchor, the anchor. What? He's written two books. He wrote one book about hockey cards. This one's called One Night Only, <clears throat> and it's about all the guys that only played one game in the NHL. Oh, that sounds good. And so, yeah, so he, like, wow. tracked down, like, all these guys that only played for one night, and he interviewed a bunch of them. And, yeah, it was just super interesting, like, just hearing all these guys' stories about, like, some of the reasons why they only played one game, how it ended up, where they came from. Some of them are totally copacetic with the fact that they only played one game other guys are like still clearly bitter about it like 60 years later like it's so yeah it was just a really fascinating read like just a really cool idea for a book i think just 
the, the, just all those guys that just somehow, for whatever reason, only played one game ever. And uh, yeah, so it was really great. I would totally recommend it. And it's in bookstores. Good Christmas presents, paperback. It's not too expensive. So yeah, check it out. One night only. Ken Reed. Sounds great. Yeah. <clears throat> you can borrow it if you want. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with a an article I read in the New York Times, la-di-da, about the drug war in the Philippines and the uh, indiscriminate killing of addicts and drug dealers with really no checks and balances by the new Filipino president, someone who just talked to Donald Trump and who Donald Trump had said is doing things the right way in terms of eradicating the drug th- threat, which is saying something. It's by Daniel Berhuluk. It's called They Are Slaughtering Us Like Animals. This is going to sound really weird, but not only is the story gripping, obviously, but the way it's presented, I think, uh, on mobile, on the web, it's one of those things where you can see why it's worth paying for some of these things that we read online because it's so well done and so so in- captivating and everything else that you're like, ah, if you ever scoffed at paying a, a $1.99 fee for a monthly subscription to one of these big papers... You'll see this and be like, yeah, this makes sense. So check it out if you can. I mean, people are willing to pay $5 a month for this I podcast. Mean, yeah, you know, so. and this content's content. And if it's good, it's good. And I, I don't get me wrong, I'm still one of those people who will not necessarily pay for The Athletic yet. That's coming out in Toronto. But I'll definitely see how it goes. Because clearly, if you can present something visually astounding, I'm down to look at it. James Myrtle got mad at me today on Twitter. Because no. I, I asked him if he was looking for a curling writer because I wasn't sure like what the site is about. Like it looks good. I'm like, oh, like I kind of want to write like inside curling stories. And then I was like, is it just about the teams or is mm-hmm. it like or are you looking for other writers? Like I'd be interested in writing about curling. And he just sent me back the uh, this emoji. So I'm thinking that's that that's the, the thinking thinking finger on the, the, the pondering. Emoji. Yeah, the pondering emoji. Maybe but he's I th- pondering. I, I don't, maybe he's thinking yeah, about I don't think you he's in. pondering. I think it was a like. Duh! Of course, it's only about the teams. At least that was how I read it. I don't think I saw. I saw him. I saw him trying to get former players. Well, yeah, randomly, right? Yeah, I mean, I have a story Uh, for that off the air later. But uh, yeah, yeah, Uh, we got we got stories, baby. That was also part of the reason why I contacted him. But we'll talk about off the air. Uh, We'll talk about why you're in Vancouver off there, you know? Yeah. We keep it all off the air, baby. Guys, we keep everything off the air. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing that's on the air is what's on the air, you know? If it's on the air, it's on the air. That sounds like a really shitty radio... Like, for sure, there's a radio station that has that slogan. Can I... If it's on the air... It's on the air. Not to hijack everything again, but... uh, No, hijack Radio... Remember that show Radio Free Roscoe on the Family Channel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that show a lot. Like, still? A lot. Like, I mean, if it was on TV now... I would steal an hour and watch it. Yeah, why not? But now, if if and that happened because I was randomly watching the Family Channel the other day. Don't ask me why. Don't worry about it. This was at four one th- of my former students is on the show backstage. No way. Yeah, this was at so this is at like four thirty in the morning, and they're playing old shows, of course. And I watched an episode again, and I'm like, this is legitimately bad. Like, I don't know what I thought this <laughs> like was. Radio before. Free Roscoe. Yeah. Because the radio show they did didn't do anything. Like, they didn't actually do anything that was supposed to be so, like, innovative. And right. They just had drama about themselves. I'm like, no, you guys run a pirate radio show and don't talk about anything at all. It's like Saved what? by the Bell. Yeah. Like, I, like, I went back and watched all of Saved by the Bell. And I liked it all because... Of it. Oh, yeah. Every... Every episode. I have and all they, the, And they had that... St- I have it all on DVD. And it's the same thing. It's yeah. like the... I liked it because of the nostalgia factor, mm-hmm. but you're like, holy shit, like, 
this was the lowest stakes TV show that's ever existed. Do you remember but when, like, when you were a kid, you're like, oh, like every yep. episode felt you felt like, oh man, they're in such a dilemma. Like, oh my god. And then like you, when you're older, you're like, oh no, these are just all like rich <laughs> kids going to high school in California, and nothing matters. And every episode, they solve their problems anyway. Remember when Slater's feelings were hurt when he couldn't read sports scores properly because he was the jock and it's like, oh, I got to do sports and he couldn't do it. Yeah, on and the radio, on the radio, the like, underground is, radio this station. This ridiculous, yeah. man. And he was so excited about the radio station and he was really bad. Remember when Zach and Jesse thought they were in love with each other because they had the lead roles in a play? I think they were Romeo and Juliet and they were uh, like, oh, this is weird. We're like supposed to be romantic in this play, but what if it's for real? Zach had a one episode arc with everyone. <laughs> yeah. He had a like, well, <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, Kelly, he yeah, did, he had yeah. a one episode with yeah. Lisa where they kissed after doing like a fashion show thing. I think, I think he it? was trying to help Screech with something, and then he ended up spending a lot of time with Lisa yeah. as well. And then he and kissed then, Lisa, right, and then Screech right. got super mad. Right, and then yeah, and then he had like the thing with Tori because Tori, Tori was right. the new Kelly. Tori, Tori, who was a thirty-year-old woman in high yeah. school, hundred percent, like an obvious thirty-year-old woman. Like the he most gave her, obvious. He gave her a leather jacket as if she was coming from some sort of biker. And she's now a photographer in LA, and I feel like I could easily contact her tomorrow and be like, hey, do you want to take my picture? Leanna Creel is her name. You can look it up. How the fuck do you know that? I know everything. That's upsetting. upsetting. I've only revisited one show from when I was a kid, and that was Batman the Animated Series from the early 90s. And it's still great. That did hold up. Yeah, that is still really, really good. You know what's another good animated series from the early 90s? X Men? Darkwing Duck. Not X Men and not. Spider-Man. No, X-Men is good. Don't Wait, do what? it. The Don't go back. The Spider-Man one is so bad. X-Men Darkwing is good Duck, though. Darkwing, Darkwing Duck, Duck and Batman good. both legit. X-Men was good late, for the theme song. Late 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, really bad. No, those are good. Those no, are good. Those no, are good. the X-Men one is really, really bad. No, the X-Men too. one has a good theme song. Okay, but my one good thing this week is a movie. Okay. And it's available on Netflix. Surprise, okay. surprise. Of course, here we go. I you wanted to see it. Really I wanted to see our, it when it was in theaters, but it didn't play wide enough, and I don't think that I had the time to see it when it was in a very limited run. Can I guess what it is? Sure. Uh, well, give me a hand first. No. <laughs> no. You think you can guess it? Is it 10 it? Cloverfield Lane? No. But I did watch that recently. Okay, I I know that this is a movie on Netflix? Right. Yeah. A new release? Oh, yes. is it Green Room? It is Green Room. Yes. Which is excellent. I have recommended Blue Ruin on the show before, which yeah. is the same writer and director. Uh, this was Can't Ant- this guy direct a movie without a color in no, it? No, I think Jesus. the next one's going to be red something. Oh, but uh, this one was... Oh, he's so mysterious. I think it's Anton Yelchin's last movie mm-hmm. ever, and he's so fucking good oh, did he it. die? Yeah, very tragic. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I know. And, like, <laughs> the movie is so great. Like... I was, it's about a touring band that get booked to play a punk show in a neo-Nazi bar, and then they witness a murder and are locked in the green room for the rest of the movie as these neo-Nazis try to kill them for being witnesses to a murder. And, like, Carrie was making fun of me because I was, like, so tense for the entire movie. And she's like, what's the big deal? It's just a movie. It's like, you get scared when you watch, like, dumb horror movies about supernatural ghosts, okay? This is something (laughs) that could actually happen and is, like, the scariest (laughs) possible thing that could happen It could not happen. This could not happen in real life. It's likelier than ghosts, though. Yes, but... You're right. You're right. Neo-Nazis are not a thing. They are totally not a prevalent force in current American politics. Didn't say that. Could it happen to me? Probably not, but... Didn't say that. Are they, are they Are they a prevalent force? No. And do they own bars? No. Do they stick around after a murder? No. 
Yes. I would but assume they're scattered. Sub neo Nazis for like organized crime, whatever. You witness a crime, you yeah. witness a murder, suddenly you're yeah. marked for death. Yep. It was terrifying. I'm going to listen. Watch it. I'm, I'm going to tell you something it. right now. I've it. seen like minimum 12 murders, and no one has come <laughs> after me ever. <laughs> It was They're going to find you playing with your sticks, man. They're going to find you on the block. To me, it was like sticks. the scariest That would actually movie. be a scary horror scene. Like they're building the tension. You just see a kid playing devil sticks in the yard with like some ominous music in the background. And then they cut to guys driving a car. And then I'm just sitting there and they're like, oh boy, this guy with the devil sticks is about to get it. It was like the scariest movie I've seen in years. It was terrifying to me. Well, I'm never going to watch it. I'll check it, it out. It was fantastic. I like Blue Rune was great. Blue Rune so. is very good, and uh, he, he just gets better with this one. So strongly recommend. So what's Blue Ruin about? This Green These, these uh, archaeologists <laughs> go to a ruin, and some neo-Nazis no, watch a, the murder, a murder, and they're trapped a, in the ruin. It's about a sad man who ruins his life, basically. Oh, good. So, wow. Yeah. They really got it on the nose with the title. <laughs> Uh, but with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is no one as we continue to record in the Real Good Studios here in Olympic Village. Our guest today, of course, Devang Desai. Thank you so much, Devang, for coming Thanks by. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a blast. This was so much fun. We have to do the show again, Of course, please. of course. Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> speak for I, leave, I live extremely close to the studio. Close. The yeah. studio I live close to. Yeah. Yeah. Our producer is Jessica Sands. Our intern is SeatGeek promo code real good if you like the show support it on patreon patreon.com slash real good show and uh, find us on twitter and facebook we're fun on there so do tell that. your friends and tell your friends if you enjoy the program as well until next time i'm justin morissette Stephen hack john cullen to bang to size sorry be real <laughs> be good be real good devil, devil sticks, sticks. There we go. that was a pretty hundred one i think <laughs> boom 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 i'll diablo any of you motherfuckers i want to shoot the trailer for the murder the, the devil stick murder <laughs> just in the, the and you just hear the like <laughs> of the sticks and i got the thought of the dress yeah. you closer the in the yeah. alley yeah it's, it's either you're thinking dra- i was yeah. thinking train yeah. you just hear a train like <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do the move where you throw it up in the air and then spin yourself around? Oh hell yeah! Okay, yeah. And I ki- I kick it off my foot. Oh, that's you a do, classic. You do like a, you spin it around one stick and then you kick it off the outside of your foot and then bring it back in. <laughs> Directed yeah. by Anton Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the gangsters just get off the train. <laughs> Fuck. I'd like to be under the sea In an octopus's garden in the shade He'd let us in, knows where we've been In his octopus's garden in the shade I'd ask my friends to come and see In an octopus's garden in the shade Because you finish fifth, you, you walk home with this nice trophy, parents are all excited. No. I mean, I, not to be too blunt, but you're a loser. <laughs>